This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Barkley the back, Jones under center, trailing 7-0. They're going to mark him at the 28 of the Vikings, first and 10. Snap in the pitch out. It's Barkley, a block from the left tackle. He goes past the 25, first sideline, wow. 20, breaks a tackle, 10, 5, touchdown, he's in. What a run. Swerving by defenders, rocketing down the sideline. Saquon Barkley with a 28-yard sideline touchdown run. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. We'll get to Giants at Eagles in a second. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, Joe Ostrowski, and Mark Zinno with you this morning. We begin with Cowboys at 49ers. This one is locked at four everywhere you look, and the total at 46 Gosh, just at first glance, my initial reaction is give me 49ers minus four. I just think they're the better team all the way around. And I'm looking forward to this one. Um, I'm also looking forward to the Cowboys losing because everyone knows I'm a Cowboy hater on this show. (laughs) Superbook's posting a three and a half right now, which I find shocking. Right. Three and a half out there. Okay. I, man, I, I was way off. Is this overreaction to what we saw last night? You got the really, really, really good Dak. Five total touchdowns, no interceptions in that game. Is that what that is? Or I don't know. I, I just I feel mean, like got- until until we see Purdy take down a top team, people are always going to have that lingering in their head. Well, you know, this is going to stop at some point. He doesn't, he doesn't have to play great. I mean, that's the thing. He just has to not make yep. mistakes. Look, Dak had turned the ball over in seven straight games until last night, uh, and it shows. Who won team at takeaways in the league? You guessed it, the San Francisco 49ers. Um, and, and, again, this will be about how much the Cowboys can actually establish any sort of run in this game against you know a very good rush defense in San Francisco. Both of these defenses are very, very stout, which again, I think the total to me is also a little surprising. You put the San Francisco Seattle total at 42 and a half, and this total is sitting at 48 with two of these defenses. Seattle's defense is terrible. Um, and we saw that on full display in, in the wild card round. So this is another one where I look at this and I'm sitting here. Okay. Uh, odds makers are at least telling me something about the game script for the game by what they are putting the total at because they expect that both of these offenses are going to be able to at least score some measure of points given where this number is. It's just a question for Dallas. If they can take care of the ball, I think they can cover the number. But I don't trust back-to-back games of Dak Prescott not turning the football over this year. I mean, I, I, I don't have done it this year 
back to yeah, he's not had back to back games without a turnover. So you know what's crazy? Go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's so crazy that Dak gets all this hype and he's turned into an interception machine, and then you've got this rookie Brock Purdy. The dude hardly turns the ball over. I mean, he's had he hasn't had more than one interception in a game. He hasn't thrown one interception in the last two games. I mean, he does have Trent Williams, one of the best offensive linemen there is in the NFL, but the guy for a rookie, it's very impressive how he is able to protect the football. Man, this Sunday's awesome. Like you, you look at this and I'm go I'm flashing back to my childhood watching Dallas, San Francisco, Cincinnati, Buffalo. It feels like the 90s again. This is going to be uh it's going to be really fun. Uh man, that's I mean, the quality of these games is is kind of like what we're going to see on Championship Sunday. All right, I'm going to play uh, devil's advocate. I, we know San Francisco's now won 11 games in a row. They've covered nine of those 11. They're an over team right now, which you would have never thought with that defense. That's the level of scoring that we're seeing right now. How uh, Of the seven other teams still alive, San Francisco has zero wins all season against any of them. Now, part of that is schedule-based. They haven't had the opportunity, and when Purdy's been in there, the schedule softened up, and that's, that's a small part of their success. Dallas, short week. I will say, though, they do have a number of good wins this year. And I don't know if people just overlook it, but it, we can go way back early on with Cincinnati. They beat the Giants twice. I'll say it was an impressive win, even though they're no, no longer alive and they proved uh, they proved to be the fraud that we all thought. But still, to go to Minnesota and win 40-3 to was something. Uh, they beat Philadelphia. The Cowboys' good wins, they, they, they put together a nice resume. Um, they do have a good defense overall. There were a lot of questions down the final stretch. But that's what I'm looking at. Which defense are we going to show up? The team that was there for the majority of the year or the one that was giving up 27 points per game over a five-game stretch the one that looked good, pretty good last night against uh, Tom Brady and company, even though the Bucs have had offensive woes all season long. Joe, but to your point about the good wins, and we said this at the very top of the show, look at the losses in some of the close games. They blow a 14-point lead to Green Bay, right? They struggle mm -hmm. Houston Texans. They blow a lead against the Jaguars. They lay a stinker in the last week of the regular season against uh, against Washington and almost struggled with Tennessee yeah. the week before in a, in a must-win spot for them. So it, which Cowboys team shows up? Which Dak shows up? I don't know. Who really knows. But, I, again, I would bank on the fact that turnovers aren't predictive, but I would bank on the fact that Dak's going to give the ball to San Francisco one extra time at least in this game. Yeah, I mean this is a different this is a different situation. I don't I I got to think Dak can't keep this up and maybe he does, but that's just the thing. There's just been so much inconsistency. I mean, we saw a phenomenal performance from Dak last night and I don't know, are we the week before that, it was like, wow, I don't, they might be one and done in the playoffs the way they looked against the Commanders. I was like, are you kidding me? This is what you're doing heading into the playoffs? I just cannot trust this Cowboys team. Can we stop wasting time with uh, Zeke? When are we going to do that? <laughs> I, I know you, you've got to give the other guy a little run, get a breather. Okay, fine. 
Uh, you, you look at the discrepancy with the numbers just last night. I mean, we all know it. Everybody watching the game except for Jarrah uh, realizes what's happening there, that the, the better running back is Pollard. But, I mean, it's, what is it? it's 15 for 77 for Pollard, 13 for 27. 13 for 27 uh, for Zeke. We, we all know. That should be like a 70-30 at this point at the very least. True, but for all the fantasy nerds out there, Zeke's still going to get the goal line carries when it matters. There's just a level of trust there with him at the goal line. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm. 46. Anybody uh, have a strong opinion on that? It sounds like the stronger opinion is on the San Francisco side to everyone. Yeah, I mean, I would look at the under again. I I think these two defenses will check each other. And if it's a blowout, it probably favors San Francisco in a – 35 to 10 kind of way, right? Like yeah. That's that's the one thing. You know, blowouts tend to go under, believe it or not, because one team does all the work and all the scoring, and typically it's not enough. But, you know, I could see a 31-10 kind of final in favor of San Fran where this thing stays under the total. I'd be shocked if the Cowboys pull off a, a multiple-score win here over mm-hmm. San Francisco. You know, I mean, I'd love to see the odds on the, the, all the Cowboys at minus money. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm just looking at that, Mark. So Cowboys team total touchdowns is at two and a half. Niners also two and a half. And then Cowboys team total is at 20 and a half, where the 49ers team total is at 24 and a half. So maybe over on the Niners team total. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I, over two and a half touchdowns for the, for the Niners seems to me like the best play. Mm-hmm. Um, although Kyle Shanahan is very... Pro kick field goal, anti go for it on fourth down um, yeah. inside, you know, the red zone. Like he has no problem putting points up on the board. Um, and maybe he learned from the Super Bowl, you know, as the uh, pain in Atlanta still resides, uh, that to kick <laughs> the field goal and points kind of deal. Uh, but regardless, you know, I, I think that that is one thing that may scare me a little bit. But even Tampa got two touchdowns against this defense. Granted, one of them was a garbage one. Probably should have had more if Brady doesn't throw that pick. I think they end up scoring on that drive, and the game looks a little bit different. But still, San Francisco to get three touchdowns in this game, I think, feels like the right side. Is, uh, is Maher going to be the kicker? What do we think? He's going to be in uniform. Uh, I don't know if he's actually going to kick. Uh, I mean, like I said, I think McCarthy gives him it, – it's on a kick-by-kick basis. As long as he yeah. makes it, he'll send him back out there. The minute he misses, take your uniform off, go in the locker room, start stick your thumb out outside and see if you can hitchhike a ride home because you ain't riding back with us. I'd get Joe. rid of him right now. I'd get no, rid of him right now. And yes, you can. Who? He missed, he missed Washington who? too. Anybody. There, there are guys that are available on the street that can get one out of five. But he's he missed got five in a row. Record. Yeah, but Trevor oh. Lawrence threw four interceptions and a half. You know, like, isn't that – Are we really doing that? versus Trevor well, Lawrence? You're bringing in all guy kickers, off the street. His track record's pretty cases. good. Yes. All kickers are head cases. They're the worst humans on the planet. They don't deserve oh, no. to live. Okay? <laughs> if you've ever Peyton Manning agrees. Peyton Manning agrees. 
lost my spirit out of them. Like, I think the NFL should allow this. You should be allowed to have, like, seven kickers on the sideline because if I was a head coach, the minute you miss one, I'd be like, all right, get out. Go get me another one. Go get another one in here right now. You're gone. You, you miss a kick, like you're out. That. You're fired. Like, next, bring a second, next. like, sign a second one, have him waiting, like, have a second one on the sideline. It's, Fine. It's like, it's like a deli counter, you know, number 62, you're up, let's go. <laughs> I will say, this is not, this is not a Cody Parkey situation. Cody Parkey's track record, it was there for, like, in November at Thanksgiving. You missed here 10 in kicks. Joe, you missed 10 this kicks. This is a Blair Walsh situation. This is as volatile as Blair Walsh situation who fell apart in Minnesota and then fell apart everywhere else. This goes downhill fast. This is double black diamond straight down the hill, crashing to a tree at the freaking bottom kind of situation. He's four for four from 60-plus. That might be helpful in the playoffs. Yeah, saying, yeah it might be nice, pretty hard to play. Well, yeah. You going to go to him, though? He can also That's go over four. Well, here's the thing, though. Guys, if McCarthy sends him out there and he misses, McCarthy is going to get eviscerated for it. And, and as Jerry he should, he's in a no-win situation. Already, yeah, but Jerry already said, no, he shouldn't lose his job. So McCarthy's off the hook. Otherwise, I totally agree with you. Otherwise, I think it's on the table because McCarthy is then looking at his own job. I mean, like, if this guy goes out here and misses a game-losing kick, I'm out. But if Jerry Jerry came out and gave him the endorsement, so it's kind of out of McCarthy's hands. Otherwise, I'm totally on board. I think McCarthy has to do it. I, I've said this for years, guys. How you win never matters. How you lose always matters and it changes the dynamic of what the perception of you is and again in a critical situation here if he trots him out there if he misses trots him out there for a second again it's just it nothing mccarthy can't win here i don't care what jerry jones says if this gets ugly and it gets ugly fast mccarthy's still on the chopping block if you ask me Woo! after a playoff win um don't forget they got rid of him a few years ago when he, when he missed a third of his kicks. He was 20 for 30 that year. So, I mean, track record, that, that changes quickly with all kickers. Yeah. Sure. Well, would you have another kicker on standby and just in case you, you trot him out there, he misses one, and you're like, listen, we can't do this again in this game. Like, yeah. a lot I mean, is on the line. Mark, I mean, do, Mark, you so they're all head cases. Yeah. do you think they're at least throwing somebody – you think, does anybody think he's actually going to make a kick if they bring somebody on the roster and and they're like standing next to him on the sideline, knowing if you go out there and miss one, you're fired? Like, yes. go right that's now, get out of the stadium. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> the way to do it. Kick for your job. That's it. We'll sing for food. We'll make field goals for money. End of discussion. He's guaranteed to miss it. Then I'd love that prop. Do, do they have that in the live ones? Like, is it, this kick going to be missed? It's absolutely. Extra points, all of them. Yeah. God. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, until we see otherwise, it seems like uh, Maher's going to be the guy. So I, I, the funny thing is we're, we're at that key number, one, three and a half out there, four. That's normal. Um, the scoring immediately last night with Maher missing all of those kicks just threw, threw, threw the whole thing out of whack. It did. Again, I mean, it, it's – it's got to be one of those situations for Dallas, um, and, and you feel like it unfolds this way. Again, just San Francisco takes the ball, goes down, scores 7 nothing, right? And Dallas gets stuck in field goal range, and you have to send your kicker out there, and then you miss. And instead of 7-3, now it's 7-0, and San Francisco responds with another touchdown, and it's 14 nothing. 
all of a sudden the entire complexion of the game changes and coaches press and they get out of their game plan and they try to do things that they didn't plan on doing and you end up in a spot where you can never catch up. I mean, it unfolds that quickly in playoff games. Uh, I don't know. Again, I think it's an awful situation for the Cowboys. Either either they're going to be willing to live and die with Maher and live with the consequences or, as we just said, he should have been cut last night and somebody should have been brought in to go (laughs) kick right now. I mean, honestly, and, like that's guess, the only other thing you can do. And guess what? BetMGM just went to three and a half, and we're going to talk to the head of trading next. Jason Scott coming up, right, Aaron? This is interesting. Yes. It's interesting. I cannot wait. We have so many questions. We also want to ask him about this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, as Joe mentioned, Jason Scott, VP of trading from BetMGM. We're going to ask him about the divisional round games, the sides, the totals. We'll get his insights on the early line moves for the divisional weekend next.